Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. So the Pan-South African Language Board has published and gazetted a South African Sign Language Charter for public comments, and this is going to be closing tomorrow. My guest is Dr. Nomfundo Mali, who is acting CEO of the Pan-South African Language Board, joins us now on the line. Good afternoon, Dr. Mali. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Pamela, and thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Let's go through what exactly has been gazetted so that people have their last chance of adding their comments on this particular language uh, charter. What what have you presented? We've gazetted the South African Sign Language Charter. Mm. Yes, it is closing uh, tomorrow on the 11th, but because of the public comments that have been getting in and being sent to us, we are uh, intending to extend the date so that we give a fair chance to all the South Africans to contribute towards the framework. Mm. I want us to go a little bit into the context and the contents of what it is that you put together. So one of the things that you are asking is that television programs, for instance, are carried uh, alongside what they, they give us. Sometimes they've got subtext at the bottom, but there was always a sign language interpretation on every single television program. Is that correct? Yes, that is very much correct. Mm. You could imagine maybe uh, the South African president giving a very crucial message to all the citizens of South Africa. That message meant for all the citizens of South Africa, and there will be a community that will be excluded if, if we don't have mm. an interpreter interpreting that message. That means that the charter emphasizes that any information that is sent out to the public, there must be an interpreter so that it is as inclusive as possible. What else is it that you require to, to, to be looked at? For us, we're saying all the platforms of communication, the education system, the justice system, private and, and public sector, there should be inclusion of deaf communities. And that means that it's either people learn South African sign language and also provision of interpreting. Mm. That will not only enhance the communication barrier, but it will also enable some social cohesion that we understand the culture of the deaf community mm. and also we empower other speakers of other languages to be able to communicate with deaf community. Mm. You and it's also some kind of elevating South African sign language to the level of all the other mm. official languages, mm. which we, which is also the position of Pencil that it should be soon be an official language. Yes. You, you're saying specifically, let's begin with government, where you're asking government to teach employees sign language and to elevate that. What, what kind of mechanisms do you expect them to, to, to add into the workspace? For us, as the Pan-South African Language Board, we're working with other stakeholders like South African National Development Association, which is an association for the deaf community, DEFSA, which is also an association for the deaf community. So for us is to say that government, they are already running programs of training, training uh, South African sign language. So those institutions which we're partnering with them they are the specialists to advise us on which programs can be introduced at, a, at which level. So our encouragement is that it is led by, by government officials, but also the provision of interpreting should be a, a, a compulsory practice.
Hmm. What, um, you know, you are asking specifically government entities. Have you been speaking to private companies as well? Private companies are part of the South African society. Yes. And you can't say that they do not offer services to deaf communities. One would even imagine maybe a deaf person who is traveling on a flight and there are safety measures or precautions that are given to to those who are in that flight. That it is definitely a cause to have someone who will be interpreting South African Sign Language. Those are part of our plans to enhance this framework to assist us to even get to the private sector with this framework to say this is what is required. Mm. Tell me, for for instance, in in public spaces where things like banks and hospitals and so on and public transport, um, do you how do you suggest that will happen? So, in a hospital where there is an announcement, for argument's sake, you require that there will be somebody there, or maybe screens of of a person using sign language relaying the same message. Is that kind of what you're thinking? What I know that is also is, is currently happening, I'll read an example of mm. the Western Cape Hospital. Yes. They have posters. Those posters are, are indicating that, that South African Sign Language Interpreter is available okay. to offer that service in the hospital. Okay. But also to use videos of VC yes. where there is a projection of an interpreter. That is readily available in that facility. So for, for 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 public sector and also for private sector, those are the tools that can be used to enable deaf community to access them. You know, as I as as you're speaking now, I'm thinking of instances where there are immediate announcements, for instance, and I had just never thought of it so that there's nobody to make an announcement. So if you're at the airport and your boarding mm. gate, for instance, has changed, you assume mm. that when somebody makes an announcement and says, go to boarding gate number whatever instead of number whatever, someone who is not uh, who can't hear wouldn't know that you've made that announcement if there wasn't any other way of of doing it so uh, how can we navigate those kind of spaces the tv screens that are, that are in hospitals you and that are in, in, in airports for example notice that currently even the tv screens that show which flights are departing they are separated in four four squares mm-hmm. when an announcement is made it is still possible to reflect the person who's interpreting mm. the message in one of the squares. Mm. So in that way, the information is going directly to the person who is supposed to receive that announcement. This would need a lot of uh, resources to, to upskill people, people who are in, so that you don't duplicate roles. Is that factored in? For, for, for us as pencils, Communication is key, mm. access to information is key, and it's very critical. So when we prioritize as government, we should prioritize with the aspect of saying that Matupin is the principle that we must always live mm. uh, about. So for us, the budget that will be allocated by the department should have an effect of taking uh, into account that access to information for deaf people is key. Yeah, um, Dr. Mali, I want you to give us to give people details to to further comment. As you said, that you've extended now this comment date from it was meant to end tomorrow. I'm not sure how long you've extended it for. 
as we, we've decided to extend it, it will be around the 15th of October, okay. but it will also be projected in the government gazette, the extension date. All right. For emails, one can send his or her comments to Olga. It's, it's O-L-G-A mm-hmm. at pencil.org. Olga at pencil.org. And the telephone number would be 12 Tell me, and where the, do they access the actual charter itself, the Gazette? The charter is available in the government online Gazette. All right. Government Gazette is online. But also we have our provincial offices in all the provinces. They can still access um, the, 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 the charter and they can also call our offices really appreciate the time that you've given us there uh, and that is with regards to the published and uh, gazette uh, of the sign language charter it is open for comment the closing date she's saying dr mali is saying it should be around the 15th so do go there and see if you can add some comments there it really will be helpful for them thank you very much uh, dr nomfondo mali acting ceo of pan south african language board it's two o'clock now let's go straight to kanyisi lamanyoni for the latest in news